Good afternoon, everyone. We are here and we are ready to go. I want to thank you for joining us today on this Good Friday. You know, sometimes we wonder, why do we call it Good Friday? Actually, you know, the original meaning of the word was holy. It's a holy Friday. It comes from a word meaning pious. It's a, it's a pious day. It's a, it's a holy day. It's not a happy day in that sense, but it's a holy day. It's a day that the greatest sacrifice ever was made on our behalf. That's what makes it such a great day. Good Friday. It's a holy day. A holy day where a sacrifice was made for each and every one of us. Oh, for the whole world. Everybody that lives in the world, guess guess what? They can benefit from that sacrifice. So in a sense, that makes it a good day. Well, I'm going to uh, try to encourage you today with regard to the crisis that we are all living in. You know, Jesus always had encouraging words for difficult times. And um, you know what I say? I say never waste a good crisis. That's what I say. That a crisis or a difficult time creates, here it comes, opportunity. As Christians, we need to see the coronavirus crisis as opportunity. And I'm going to talk today about four things that Jesus mentioned in Matthew chapter 5. Okay? But before I do, I want to invite you to a few things that are going on. Tonight, 7 o'clock on New Hope Christian Church Facebook, we're going to revisit the events of the last two days of the life of Jesus. We're going to take a look at the Last Supper, the arrest in the garden, the crucifixion. We're going to look at Good Friday, and hopefully it'll really make an impact upon our hearts. That's 7 o'clock tonight, New Hope Christian Church, Facebook. And then, of course, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, Resurrection Sunday. That's the great one. That's the big one. 10 o'clock right here on Facebook. Also YouTube and WARV 1590 AM, 92.7 FM as well. Streaming our live 10 o'clock service. Now, i got some good news for the kids. Beginning April 19th, that's next Sunday, we're going to be bringing Children's Church to the New Hope Christian Church Facebook. Because, you know, it's easy to leave the kids out. We don't want to do that. So starting at 9.30 next Sunday, Miss Kathy will bring the Sunday school lesson to the children on Facebook. And try to get it on YouTube. And I don't know if we're not set up for it yet, but we're going to see what, what we can do. But from 9.30 to 10 of 10, the kids will have their Sunday school lesson. So you don't have to be a member of New Hope if your kids are not being made available to a Sunday school lesson. Just tune in, 9.30, New Hope Christian Church, Facebook, and they will get their lesson. It'll last about 20 minutes. And if we have your email, we're going to email you the curriculum whatever that might be. It might be uh, some notes or a game or a puzzle or something to color or something that goes along with the lesson. So that takes place next Sunday at 9.30 and then at 10 o'clock, of course, we'll continue 
to stream our services as well. So we're going to make the best out of a bad situation, right? That's what we're all doing. Everybody's working so hard. Hats off to the body of Christ. You're doing everything that you can to make something good out of something that is bad. Something else I want to share with you this morning is our Friday devotional from the Hope Club. Now, the Hope Club is a bunch of people that support New Hope Radio for $3 a week. And for their commitment, they get a devotional on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And they get a Tuesday challenge. Okay? That's what they get. So what I'm going to do is I just play you today's devotional so you can have a sense of, um, you know, what they get on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All right? So why don't we uh, take a listen and let's see how this goes. Well, it's Friday and we're wrapping up the week here at the Hope Club. All week long, we've been talking about the faithfulness of God. And I hope it's helped you. I hope it's helped you to see that, you know, God is for you. Not against you. He's for you. And I hope that the challenge brought you to a, a higher level in your walk with God, the Tuesday challenge. Today, as we wrap up the week, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 9. And we're going to talk about being in fellowship with God. Oh, Paul gave a great scripture to the Corinthians. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, what I want to do, I want to combine these two words, faithful and fellowship. Oh, man, those are two cool words. The faithfulness of God and our fellowship with his son. I mean, can you think of a safer place to be? That, that, that's like the little birdie hiding in the cleft of the rock. It's like the bear deep inside the cave. You know, it's like safe. God in his faithfulness has called us to have a beautiful fellowship, relationship, with his son, Jesus Christ. God loves us that much. We have to think about it and say, oh, I wonder if I love God as much as he loves me. He desires that I would be in constant fellowship with his son, Jesus. I wonder if that's my desire. See, God is saying, this is the place to be. Fellowship with Christ, it's like, that's the safest place to be. I, when I think of fellowship with Christ, I think of being in a rainstorm, but I got this big umbrella over my head. And as long as I'm under the umbrella, I'm going to stay out of the rain. But if I move over and I come out from under the umbrella, guess what? I'm going to get wet. So if I stay in fellowship with Christ, oh, I'm going to have a whole lot more going for me than if I step out, if I like move over out of fellowship with him. See, in fellowship with Christ, I have a whole lot more going for me. You know what I have? I have the divine wisdom that he wants to impart to me. Divine wisdom. 
Let me ask you a question. How much do you use the divine wisdom of God? Is that something that you draw on on a regular basis? Do you find yourself in particular situations and circumstances actually utilizing divine wisdom? You know, it's easy to to go the way of the flesh. But how often do we really use the divine wisdom of God? That's one of the beautiful, beautiful benefits of being in fellowship with Christ. Another one is the comfort of the Holy Spirit. You know, they, they, they travel together. Like Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they kind of like go together. And you stay in that beautiful fellowship with Christ and you got the Holy Spirit. And, you know, he's got so many roles taught us. He is our comforter, our guide, our teacher. He's our dunamis, our power. He is the power to live the Christian life. He's the power. Can you say, I got the power? Because that's the power. The power is in the spirit. It's not in us. It's not in our ingenuity or our cleverness. It's in the Holy Spirit. So in God's faithfulness, he says, listen, I got some great resources for you. All you need to do is stay in fellowship with my son. He called us in. It's like, hey, come over here. I want you to fellowship with Jesus. You know, he's like, he's inviting us. He invites us into a relationship with his son. He seeks after us. We're not seeking after him. He's seeking after us. It's a, it's God God is like he's got the whole thing covered. He knows exactly where he wants us to be. Where we should be. Where the best place is to be with him. And why did God do this for us like we've been seeing all week long? Because he's faithful. Faithful. That means we can rely on him, we can trust him. You know, God he always makes the right decision for your life. Now, I don't know about you, but I've made a lot of my own decisions. And you know what? They didn't work out so good. No, man, they back, a lot of them, they like backfired. But I'm learning. I'm learning. It's hard. But I am learning even now to let God make more of my decisions. And those are the ones that turn out better. I'm always happy with the results when, when I let God make my decisions. But when I do, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? I can't believe I did it again. What am I going to learn? So God is faithful. It's for you. It's not against you. He's on your side. And he says, walk with my son. With my son, you'll have beautiful fellowship and the power of the Holy Spirit. Take that with you. Take that with you through the weekend. You tell me if it doesn't make for a better life. Thanks for joining the Hope Club. See you next week. The Hope Club is a membership of supporters of New Hope Radio heard daily here on WARV. Would you join the Hope Club and commit $3 a week? In return, you'll receive an audio file devotional in your email box every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You'll receive other bonuses as well. 
And of course, you'll have the joy of keeping New Hope Radio on the air. Just go to newhopecc.tv, scroll down to support, click e-giving, click choose fund, and then radio. Enough people joining the Hope Club will ensure that New Hope Radio stays on the air. And thanks for your support. You know, nothing like getting up in the morning and having that devotional waiting for you. It's there 6 o'clock in the morning, and it's waiting for you. And you start your day off with that. Just little golden nuggets from the Word of God get you going. And so you're getting something out of it. The Hope Club is benefiting. New Hope Radio is benefiting. And everybody wins. WAIV is benefiting. They get more money from us. Everybody wins. So uh, get on board. We really appreciate whatever you can do. $3 a week cup of coffee, right? That's about it these days. Okay, let's get into this. I want to encourage you in this corona crisis. And normally, according to the Christian way of life, the best way to handle your own problems is to help somebody with theirs. You know that? You want to handle your problem? Help somebody with theirs. I'm going to give you four things that Jesus mentioned in Matthew chapter 5. He mentioned salt, light, lamp, and glory. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with some of these scriptures, but it's so good to review them and renew them. And we're in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13. Now, Jesus is talking to people like you and me, his people, Christ followers, disciples, right? Here's what he says. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? Now this is interesting. The word salt, it has a figurative meaning. And it means prudence or cautiousness. So he's saying that you are the prudent ones. And if the salt becomes tasteless. Interesting, that word is the Greek word marino. Sounds like the word moron, doesn't it? If the salt has become tasteless, and what it actually means is a simpleton, or foolish, or a fool, which in application, it means that the salt loses its effect. If the salt loses its effect, if the salt doesn't taste salty any longer, it's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out, trampled underfoot by men. You know what I think of with that? Like rock salt. I don't know if they got ice on the sidewalks in ancient Israel, but this is like, what good is salt that has no taste? You throw it on the sidewalk in the winter. You let it melt the ice. So let's make make an analogy here. If the Christian that is prudent has become foolish, what good are they? We have to maintain... Oh, here it comes. I like this. See, this is why the whole club is so important. If the Christian maintains 
godly wisdom. They maintain godly wisdom. They're going to provide a beautiful benefit for others. You are the salt of the, notice, earth. You know, one time Jesus talks about the earth. Another time he talks about the world. What's the difference? Oh, I'm going to let you figure that out. But salt, as people of salt, we have to maintain prudence, wisdom, cautiousness. Then Jesus said in verse, oh, 14, you are the light of the world. Oh, not the light of the earth. Now you're the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So when Jesus says you're the light of the world, here's what I think. I think he's talking about being a light to those that are far off. Those that are far. You're the light of the whole world. A city set on a hill. Travelers walking through the desert. They look miles and miles away and it's nighttime. And they see it. Oh, there's the buildings. And there's the torches. And they're all lit up. And what does that do? It gives them hope. They're motivated. Oh, look, we're almost there. Keep walking. Keep going. It's like the light at the end of the tunnel. Keep going. You're the light of the world. You're the light to all people. And then Jesus brings it in and he makes it personal. Nor does anyone light a lamp or light a light and put it on a, under a basket. They don't light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand. So it gives light to all that are in the house. Now he's talking about being a light to those that are close. To those close by. Family, co-workers, friends, golf buddies, fishing partners. You know, whatever. The people that you come in contact with, we become a light to them. What does a light do? Again, it shows the way. Oh, here it is gives hope. You know what we don't need in the corona crisis? Complaining Christians. Don't need them. Let me ask you, what does that help? Nothing. The corona crisis does not need complaining Christians. We're not saying we don't have a need. But we're the kind of people, we don't complain every time something doesn't go right. Crybabies are what the world is made of, not the body of Christ. We are lights. We are salt. We are prudent. We show the way. We point to Jesus. And then he wrapped it up and he said in verse 16 of Matthew 5, So, okay, let your light shine before men. That's all people. In such a way, here it comes, that they may see your good works. Now, when the Bible says, let your light shine, the word shine, you know what it means? Radiate. That's what it means. Radiate. You know, when you turn on the light at night, <laughs> lights up the whole place. Radiates. It speaks of brilliance. That's just a little dim flicker. We're not talking about nightlights here, folks. No, you're not a nightlight. You're a beam. You're a light beam. Let your light shine in such a way before men that they see your kalos ergon. 
good works. Translated, it means beautiful deeds. Beautiful deeds. Kalos, outward, something you can see. Beautiful. You know, so God expects his people to have an outward show of hope, of brightness, of stamina. Why? Well, how about like I just said in that devotional, because we've got the dunamis. We've got the power. Can you say that? I got the power. You got the power of the Holy Spirit. Fight you up. You're like a rocket going to the moon. You're going to get there. And what's the end result of letting our light shine in all of its brilliance? We glorify our Father who is in heaven. What does it mean to glorify God? It means to esteem Him, to honor Him, to make Him glorious. That's what it means. This is another way to honor God. You know, the Bible gives us many ways to honor God. And this is one of him. This is one of them. Moses says we honor God by giving him our tithe. That's why we do it. He doesn't need our money, but it's a way of honoring him. Another way that we honor God is to let our light shine. Be the bright one. Be the prudent one. Be the one that has the hope. Because if you've got the Christ, you've got the hope. You're not missing anything. You know, Paul said that we are complete in him. We got it all. We've got all that we need. We really do. It's all there. That's why he said in Philippians 2.12, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. What God has placed inside of you, work it out. Work out. Another song coming up. Right? Work it out. It's not that you have to get more from God. He put everything in you. Get to work it out. That's all. It's already in there. I get a kick out of people. I got to go get more power from God. I got to get this from God. I got to get that from God. No, you don't. The day you get saved, you will complete in Christ. You got it all. It's all inside. We have this treasure in earthen vessels, Paul said. The Christian life is working out what God has placed inside of you. There it is. Work it out. And what happens? God is honored. He's esteemed. This is how we make God glorious in the eyes of others. Let your light shine before men, before people, in such a way that they see your beautiful works. And God the Father in heaven is glorified. You know, if you could boil down one reason for our creation, why are we here? To bring glory to God. That's it. We are here to bring glory to God. However he decides our path should go, the end result should be, I'm bringing glory to God. Some people have a nice easy path. Some people have a really tough path. And then we've got everything in between. But it's all with the same goal, to bring glory to God. So we're in this corona crisis. Like I say, never waste a good crisis. Bring glory to God. 
How do you do it? Let your light shine. Be salt in a corrupting world. How do I do that? Oh, come on. Do I have to tell you everything? There's some things you got to figure out. You got to figure out, how do I be salt? How do I be light? And come on, the Christian life is about growing up too and learning. It's learning. I mean, I'll give you a few helps. Reach out to your neighbor. Reach out to people by telephone. Do you need anything? How you doing? Can I pray for you? How about that? Maybe you don't have any toilet paper either, but you can say, can I pray for you? Prayer's good. Prayer's powerful. That'll get things done. Do you need any errands run? Can I help you with that? Our church will run errands for you. If you need errands run, you call us. We got people, man, they're waiting. They're chomping at the bit. They're ready to run errands. They're ready to deliver food to you. You got some things you need? What do you need? We got some folks, they're ready to go. They will bring it to you. Call us up, 508-324-4500. Send us an email, nhcc.church at gmail.com. And say, I, well, here's a need that I have. I get to pick up a prescription at the drugstore and I can't get there. We'll pick it up for you. I'm kind of low on food. We'll bring you some. I'm having a hard time paying my electric bill. We'll take care of it. Give us the bill. We'll take care of it. Why? Because we want to let our light shine. We want to glorify our Father in heaven. That's what the church does. And there's many good churches. I'm sure they do the same thing. It's a lot of, we are blessed to have so many godly pastors and so many good churches in the area that will do for you and be available and help you. So I'm sure we're not the only one. There's a lot of good churches. Call them. If you can't get through, call us. If you have your own church, they'll help you. If not, call us. You don't have to be in our church to help you. Don't have to be there at all. What you have to be is put your finger on the phone dial it in. Okay, listen, 7 o'clock tonight, Good Friday service right here, New Hope Christian Church, Facebook. 30 minutes, 7 to 7.30, and then 10 o'clock, we're streaming on WARV 1590 AM, 92.7 FM, and we'll be on the New Hope website, nhcc.tv, Facebook, and YouTube. Celebrating Resurrection Sunday is going to be a good message. You're going to ask yourself the question, where am I living? At the cross, at the tomb, or in the garden? Which one describes your life? And where do you want to be? That's our Sunday Easter message, 10 o'clock. Don't miss it. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time for more of New Hope Radio.